Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 107 of the Happy Tans Podcast. Today's episode, we have Danielle Webb from Glow Getters, Airbrush Tans in Edmond, Oklahoma, which is right outside of Oklahoma City. She's got a great story, wonderful story about how she went into singing on cruise ships, then transitioned into the sunless tanning business, and now she runs a successful business out of Edmond, Oklahoma. She has a ton of reviews. In fact, right now I'm looking at she has 362 reviews on Google. She shares some insights into how she was able to do that. That's probably the most I've seen in the sunless industry. So congrats on that, Danielle. She has a ton of other great stories and information into how she's grown her business so successfully in the last couple of years. Even with the pandemic, she talks about what she spent her time doing during that time as well to maximize her quote unquote downtime. So make sure you get out a pen and a piece of paper if you're not driving, of course, or working out. And, uh, and take some notes from this one. Danielle, thank you so much for sharing your story. It was such a great pleasure to, to chat with you and spend some time with you as well. And as you know, the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans website builder, the first and only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry. Not only do our websites look wonderful, they also help you get found online if people are searching for spray tans near you. They're optimized with SEO out of the box for you. You don't have to do any guessing or anything like that. We've taken care of all that technical stuff for you. And our listeners and people that use our product reap the benefits of that and always are going to get organic traffic to their site. So make sure to check it out. Come over to happytans.com, click on the green create your website button or happytans.com forward slash website to learn more about that. Use Use the promo code podcast to get the first month for only $1. If you have any questions, I'm always here to help. Grant at happytans.com is my direct email. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much again, Danielle, for sharing your story. Have a wonderful day and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Danielle Webb from Glow Getter Airbrush Tans in Edmond, Oklahoma. How are you doing today, Danielle? I am doing awesome, Grant. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. Thank you so much for doing take two with me. All the listeners don't know, but the record button didn't uh, start. So we're here to do this part of it again, I should say. I love it. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you for your understanding and thank you for your support. I know you're a listener of the podcast. I truly appreciate that. But first, I want to open up the floor for you to introduce yourself, tell people a little bit about you, you know, your, your backstory, how you got into this and anything else you'd like to share. Sure. Like Grant said, my name is Danielle Webb and I own Glow Getter Airbrush Tans in Edmond, Oklahoma, which is a suburb just outside of Oklahoma City. Um, My salon actually sits right on the line of Oklahoma City and Edmond. I have been spray tanning for a little over three and a half years and I have owned Glow Getter since July of 2019. Yeah, so you just passed the three-year anniversary of that. Sure did. Uh Uh-huh. Awesome. Did you do an event for it? I didn't. My two year, I did. Um, ironically, last year on my two year, it was my final day before I left to have my baby. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah, my two year anniversary lined up with my last day of work before I went on maternity leave. It was like serendipitous timing. It was amazing. It, it all lined up. <laughs> yep. So we had a big celebration to say, I'm having a baby and also happy two years. Awesome. What did you do during the time when you were off? Um, Like 
on maternity leave for the so business you... i'm sorry yeah for the business yeah oh, when you're on oh, maternity oh. leave um actually nothing all my clients knew that i was on maternity leave okay okay so yeah. you just they just went to competitors i'm assuming then they had to yeah i sent okay. them um i do trainings which we can get into later but um yeah i sent them to people i had trained that i trusted to spray similarly to me and yeah here we are it all, it all worked out they came back around it all Everything. worked out and they came back around. Yep. Yeah, that's great. I, I just want to touch in on that a little bit because I think obviously anybody that's in the business and has to go on any kind of leave, maternity it's leave or otherwise, right? There, you terrifying. Have to, oh, yes. Yeah. It is so scary to think about being an entrepreneur and leaving your small business for, you know, whatever. Luckily with social media and stuff, it was very easy to let people know where I was and what I was doing and keep them updated. But yeah, I mean, stepping out of the business for, I took eight weeks off was, was very scary. Right. And, and the thing about trusting other people and then for the clients to come back, like, obviously you got to have some, uh, some kind of, um, uh, you know, the right mindset for that. Cause most people are like, forget right. that. I'll just have the baby and come back two days after and start no, spraying again. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's such a precious time. I really yeah. wanted to, to take the time to be with my newborn, obviously. And mm -hmm. so I, yeah, I took the full eight weeks and here I am still, still trucking along over a year later. So it that's all awesome. worked out how it was supposed to. Yeah. That's awesome. So you were six months before the first six months you were working with somebody else. You obviously left that, started your own business. What what led you into the spray tanning industry? Um, honestly, my story is kind of unique. Um, I actually was a singer and dancer for Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines for about five and a half years before I did spray tanning. Mm -hmm. um, I studied music theater in college. I worked a corporate job for a few years after school. And then Royal Caribbean came to Oklahoma City to audition. And I always wanted to get paid to perform and to get to travel on top of that was even better. So I did that for about five and a half years and decided I was ready to be land-based, if you will. You know, I missed out on a lot of life events and things and the cons of being on a cruise ship were outweighing the pros for me. So I knew it was kind of time for me to step away, which obviously now hindsight being 2020, I'm super grateful for because then COVID hit and all my performer friends lost their jobs anyways for a very big chunk of time. So I was grateful to have already pivoted my career. Um, but basically I got back from performing on cruise ships and didn't really know what I wanted to do next. Um, I always kind of imagined if I wasn't performing full-time, I would want to do something beauty or fashion related. Like those are my two other, like very strong passions. I love clothes and I love anything to do with fashion and beauty. I'm all about it. Um, and so I actually just worked as a server and a bartender when I first got back until I kind of figured out my next step. Um, like I said, right after college, I did work corporate for two and a half years. And while I was really good at it, I felt like working in a desk literally sucked the soul out of my life. Um, it's just not for me. You know, some people love that nine to five grind. And for me, it just wasn't it. Um, especially since having, you know, a little bit more freedom working on ships and kind of having a unique schedule. I just knew that ideally, if I could not have to work that usual schedule, I didn't want to. And especially being stuck sitting at a desk all day. So I, yeah, I worked uh, bartending and serving until I figured it out. And, um, I kind of, like I said to you earlier, it kind of felt like a God thing. I was actually getting a spray tan for an event I was going to be singing at. And I just asked her, have you ever thought about bringing anybody on? She was working just by herself at the time. And one thing led to another. And that's kind of how I got started. You know, I didn't know when I came back, if I wanted to go back to school to get a, like a fashion degree, or if I wanted to go to cosmetology or esthetician school. And everyone knows that Oregon is the only state that requires, you know, an esthetician license to spray tan. Mm -hmm. So kind of everything just aligned and 
three and a half years later, here I am. There we are. That's crazy. It's always, it's always interesting to hear the story about how it happened. You know, obviously people aren't typically growing up wanting to be a spray tan artist or even knowing what that is or that it exists. So it is, it is interesting. And and the low barrier to entry is great for those that want to kind of get their feet wet and get started, especially without having to wait six months a year, et cetera, to get a license through whatever, you know, cosmetology esthetician board you have to go through. So that's great to hear that, you know, people are, people are able to explore that and kind of get into it, which I think a lot of people can relate to. And obviously it worked out for you very well and and very quick to transition into your own. So well, three years on your own, not just over three years, I should say, here's we're at the end of August uh, 2020, 2022 right now. So, you know, there's but there's been lots of ups and downs so far in your business, I'm assuming, as any business owner can relate to. Um, I'd like to touch on both sides of that first. What, what's been the most challenging part of the business so far? And then the flip side, what's been the best moment so far? Yeah. Um, so challenging, I would honestly say is probably just like starting, deciding to do it on my own and like building that clientele and just taking the leap of faith. Honestly, the two biggest times in my life, my two biggest leaps of faith were working for Royal Caribbean and deciding to leave my desk job and go travel. And then also starting this business. And they have both been the two biggest blessings in my life. So Sometimes I just say, do it scared, right? Like sometimes you just got to take the leap of faith. If you play it safe all the time, you know, you're never going to know what could possibly happen. Right. Um, So for me, just the starting of the business and deciding to go out on my own and do it myself and basically start from scratch all over again um, was terrifying. And that's been a low, you know, there was lots and lots of tears in those first days of deciding I'm going to do this on my own and figuring it out. And um, a little over three years later, it's ended up on the flip side, being one of the best things that's ever happened. Right. So for you, like starting your own business is, is challenging. What, what specific aspect of that was the most challenging for you? Well, for me, I mean, I just, I just was really hopeful that I wouldn't have to get a second job. So I was hoping mm-hmm. that I would be able to survive and stay afloat and be a full-time spray tan artist from the beginning, which is scary. And I know it's not possible for a lot of people. Um, but just honestly, just taking the plunge and just saying, okay, I'm going to find a location. I'm ordering my own supplies. I'm doing this on my own. This is, this is what I'm going to do. I love it. I'm passionate about it. And that's that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and a lot of people taking that first step is one of the most challenging things. You know, I get emails all the time about people that have been thinking about it for weeks, months, even years sometimes, and uh, you know, you just have to take that first step and believe that the next step's going to appear when you get there, right? You can't see that far ahead without going ahead and taking that first initial step. And I think, um, you know, something we kind of talked about earlier, one of the challenging parts of it is obviously getting clients in the door, probably the most challenging thing for anybody in this industry, especially because, you know, you have the uh, people that come just for the special events or occasions and then the regular tanners. And I'm sure you can definitely relate to that. 100%. Yeah. It's a spray tan industry is not like nails or hair or <laughs> lashes where it's like every two weeks they're coming, you know, a lot of people are special occasioners. So you kind of have to figure out how to balance your business and get enough new people in the door to where you're balancing out your regulars who maybe don't come every two weeks and that you have, you know, enough people and enough flow to keep it going. Yeah. And what have you found the best way to get clients to become more regular or in the door the first place? 
Well, one of the things that I started when I opened my business three years ago was there was a local boutique in town who offered what's called a $20 Tuesday, and they're mainly an online boutique. And so they do this big launch on Tuesdays where all the items that they feature are $20. Mm-hmm. And randomly, I had a light bulb go off in my head and was like, I feel like that would be like would translate really well to the spray tan industry. You know, generally speaking, Tuesdays are not a busy day in the spray tan industry. If people have events for the weekends, they want to tan closer to the weekend. So it ended up, you know, in my eyes being a win-win situation where I'm going to be busy, hopefully on a day where I normally would be dead. And hopefully also on the other side of things, I will garner attention and attraction from people Mm -hmm. who maybe don't want to pay the full time, uh, you know, full cost of like the 40, $45 tan, they'll come try it for 20 bucks. If they like it, when they do have an event coming up, they'll come in back on a Thursday or a Friday and pay full price. So, um, yeah, so I started $20 Tuesdays when I first opened my business and it has been super successful. I've kept it. Um, my prices have gone up a little bit just because obviously the world is getting more expensive. So now it's, Mm -hmm. um, $25, um, but it's still a very big discount, um, on a normal price tan. Yeah. This is a great way to get people in the door. You know, it's, it's one of those things where some people don't like to discount and that makes sense, but everybody kind of has to do what, what works for them. And if it's discounting a little bit to get some people in the door to get them to try it, or, you know, like you said, they may be going somewhere else and never have tried this quality, or they may have never got a tan at all. And they're having an event coming up and then they kind of get, Hey, you know, it's about half off, whatever it is, right. You know, 20 bucks, right. off, 15 bucks off. Let me give yeah. it a shot. See if it's worth it. You'd 100%. be surprised that little bit of uh, even if it's a little bit of a discount, people can, it's easier for them to, you know, kind of taught themselves into it. <laughs> and, and totally. Uh, yeah. One well, and, and looking back at, you know, the three years in the history of my business, I can say that offering that Tuesday special has paid off tenfold in getting repeat clients that either keep coming on a Tuesday. So they're keeping me busy or they'll come back on another day. And I have seen that it has paid off substantially, you know, and I am yeah. super busy on Tuesdays now where maybe I would not have any clients or two clients. Whereas, you know, yesterday I had 16. So mm. it, it, it has paid off for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So on the flip side of that, the most challenging moment there, starting your business, kind of getting your feet wet, jumping into it, getting clients in the door. What has been the best moment in these first three years? You know, obviously like everyone on your podcast says, there's been a lot of really good moments for me, but I would say probably the one that sticks out in my mind the most is tanning Miss Oklahoma for the Miss USA pageant. Mm, I, um, that story is kind of unique as well. The, the girl, her name is Mariah. She actually came to me for her very first spray tan ever when she competed for Miss Oklahoma. She had heard about me and decided she wanted to get a spray tan for the pageant. And so she came and got one and then she ended up winning Miss Oklahoma. Um, and she was like, you know, I think you're my good luck charm. So I tanned her several times throughout the year of her reign as Miss Oklahoma. And then she came in and got a tan from me right before she went on to Miss USA. And she wore this beautiful, beautiful white gown for her evening gown portion. And her tan was popping. She looked Mm -hmm incredible. And she got second runner up. So she got third place at Miss USA. And yeah, that was a major highlight in my career. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. We'll have to find that picture and share it with the podcast so we can show people that tan that you're talking about referring to uh, for you. That's gotta, yeah, it's gotta feel great to see it on that stage. Obviously it's like kind of the pinnacle I would imagine for 100%. other than like a red carpet type thing, which is depending on where you live, uh, might not right. be something that's, it was, uh, yeah. pretty epic for me. Oklahoma, obviously don't, we don't have a lot of like celebrities and a lot of that, you know, those types of events going on. So for me, that was a highlight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you remember 
how you got your very first paying client for your well, own. It's kind of hard because I did start working, you know, under someone else. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't have my client list when I left. So I would say that honestly, just like through social media, people who had tanned with me when I worked mm. previously for someone else found me and were like, where are you? I want to come to you. Um, so I don't remember specifically when I started out on my own kind of who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just know it was probably clients that had come from being tanned by me previously yeah. um, that wanted to make the move to be with me. Right, right. So every everybody has a different uh, you know situation that they're that's in, that's in front of them. You know, some people are starting completely fresh. Some people are transitioning, like you did. Obviously, right. different avenues, but it's it's pretty consistent. You know, if somebody they know, which is a similar case to you, or social media, uh, in all these different ways to get people uh, to find you. But that that first, I think, getting that first paying client is something that most people always remember, just because it's yeah your first time. For me, it's just like that first day on my own in the salon that I'm at. You know, now knowing that like this is my business that was a big day for me right right yeah I can imagine I can imagine you you took a big step out and then kind of you sit back and look at it and say wow this is a huge huge accomplishment which a lot of people kind of overlook or they're worried about the next thing or not busy enough and they're not actually soaking that in and right exactly not relishing in the current moment I feel like we live in a what's next kind of society so that first day was a big day for me we certainly do what have you changed uh, as your as your business has grown and you've gotten busier what, what have you changed as like as far as what you do on a daily weekly monthly basis you know do you have anybody working with you yet I don't know. I'm still a one man show. I kind of like only being in charge of myself. You know, there's been multiple times where people are like, when are you going to open your own storefront or when are you going to do this? And I'm like, honestly, um, especially with this past year, having had a newborn, I'm kind of like relishing in just being on my own and not having to worry about anyone but myself. And, mm-hmm. um, that type of thing. It's not to say that that's not to come in the future, but right now I'm really enjoying just being in charge of myself and myself only. Right. <laughs> yeah, there it, it is a different step and it depends on where you are. So again, one of the big things that we've tried to decipher on the podcast is what success is to you, right? So everybody has a different situation, 100%. what that is in their mind. They want, you know, 20 locations, five locations, one location, or just to be a solopreneur for whatever you want to call it. It's, it's it just depends on what's perfect for you. And for now that is maybe three years down the road, you'll have more locations or more employees. You just don't know. Right. And, and that's definitely that. something I see in the future for myself. But like mm-hmm. in this current moment, I'm kind of just enjoying only being in charge of myself and having to worry about my <laughs> schedule and how I treat the customers and my level of customer service and that type of thing. Yeah. Which is great. Which is great. So f- out of all the things that you've done to grow your business, to get more clients in the door to, to, you know, build the clientele, what has been the number one thing that you've done extremely well to, to do that? Excellent, excellent, excellent customer service mm. and follow up, follow up, follow up. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so easy on a busy day to let everyone go through the wayside when it comes to following up and making sure everything is good to go. But providing excellent customer service has been what has elevated my business above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's one of the most common answers, but I think it's for a reason, right? It's, it's one of those things where the customer service literally is what sets you apart. Well, yes, people, 
Right. I mean, people are coming to you in such a vulnerable state, right? Like they're coming in and essentially getting up to butt naked in front of you. (laughs) So you have got to make them feel so comfortable, not just when you greet them, but through the entire process, as well as in checking in afterwards and making sure that they are pleased and happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we know we live in a social media world, right? And um, one bad review or, you know, can spread like wildfire. So you want to get ahead of that and, and make sure that they are happy and content and more than pleased with the customer service and the experience from top to bottom. Yeah. And I think what they say, like, I think negative, if somebody has a negative experience, they tell nine or 10 people. And if they have positive experience, they tell two. And it's, it's true. I mean, it just is is. the fact of the matter. That's how it happens. Um, One thing, one thing I want to touch on and I find quite amazing. We talked about this uh, when, when we first connected was about your reviews, obviously that helps you stand out Uh, currently as, as we're time of recording this, on Google, there's 358 reviews, which is one of the highest, if not the highest I've seen for a spray tan artists and business. So it's, you yep. know, that's astounding. That's a high number of views. It's a lot of good reviews, obviously. Um, but I mean, I'd love to, whatever light you can shed on that. We sent an email a few weeks back about how to ask for the reviews. And we actually had some people reach out and share the success that they had with it. But I'm just curious what you do, if anything differently, but it's always interesting to hear that because I see people post and struggle with this all the time. Yeah. I see it in spray tan forums all the time. People are like, how do you get pictures? How do you get reviews, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where follow-up is key. Um, I know a lot of people automate, you know, their communication with their clients for now. I actually still am texting my clients daily, a follow-up. Um, I just think that that provides a little bit more of a personal experience. I know I just think about myself and when I go see businesses and I know if I were to scale my business, it might change the way things flow. But when I go see a business and I get this automated robotic email, I immediately hit delete, right? But if I know it's coming from the person, they send me a voicemail, they call me, they reach out to me themselves. I'm much more inclined to like want to leave them a review or to give them my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I um, follow up every single day with every new client I have seen the day before. Um, And my text, um, you know, first things first is I check in that they are happy and they're pleased. And if there's any issues or concerns to please let me know that the communication lines are open. And I really want you to tell me if there's an issue or a problem so we can solve it. And then I think that the problem that most great hand artists have is they don't go in for the ask, right? Mm -hmm. They are like, Hey girl, you happy? The end. For me, it's like, hey, girl, I'm checking in on you today to make sure you know you're pleased with your spray tan. If there's any issues or questions, let me know. And then right underneath that in the same text is if you have a few spare minutes, you know, if you have time, leave me a Google review, hyperlink my Google. People are not going to go search your Google page. You have to make it easy and accessible for them right there in the message. And then I also say as well as a Facebook review, hyperlink my Facebook page. You know, once again, thank you so much for trusting me and my small business. These reviews make a huge difference in the growth of my small business. And I appreciate you. Um, And then I just round it up again with a thank you again for choosing me. And I hope you'll come back to see me soon. You know, something like that. But you've got to go in for the ask and you've got to hyperlink your Google page or your Facebook page or wherever you want your reviews to be left so that it's a simple click for them and they don't have to go search. Yeah, I love that. And I think you're 100% right. The ask is the hardest part. And I get it. Like when we do websites for people, we end up asking for honest feedback. And if they want, they'll go through the process of signing, you know, leaving it through this third party service, which is great for us. If they don't, that's fine. But at least we have to ask, you know, we want to spread the word. We want to reach more people. 
And that's what I see in all the spray tan forums is people are just so afraid. And I'm like, honestly, just put yourself in their situation. You don't want to leave the review. You don't do it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a bad thing. You ask if they do it, that's so amazing. And if they don't, you move on with your day. You know, there's no harm in asking. Yeah. And I think people are just so afraid to go in for the ask. Yeah. And whether it's automated or not, I think people, you know, if they're not asking, they're assuming that, you know, if somebody has a good enough experience, then they're going to leave us a review. Right. But at the end of the day, like I can think back to multiple things that I've, you know, I just had a dinner at a place last night for my dad's birthday. And I was like, that place was amazing, but I didn't go leave a review for him. If they would ask, I probably would, but they haven't. So I'm like, you know, not that I'm not going to, but I forgot. I just forgot about it already. To be honest, that's just it is people get busy and lives are busy. And if you don't put it out there right in front of them for them to see they, of course they had a great experience and they're telling their friends, but like, what if they could put that on your Google page and they're not only telling their friends about it, but they're also telling the general public who then gets to see you and wants to come see you. I cannot tell you in the last six months specifically how many clients I have gotten because of my Google reviews. Oh yeah. I mean, you're at the, you're at the top. And when you're considering from an SEO perspective, because obviously we deal a lot with that. When you're thinking about that, it's, you know, you look at it and somebody's typing the best spray tan in whatever city it is, which is a common search. If you're not the best, which Google is going to define as, hey, they have the most five star or the most reviews on our platform, you know, you're not going to come up as number one unless you are the best. Right, exactly. Um, Yeah. And I think a lot of people overcomplicate. I mean, I'll share, you know, our the just kind of script that I gave was basically like, you know, dear or hello, Danielle as a small business reviews are extremely important to us and help us reach more people. If you could just take, you know, 15 to 30 seconds to leave us an honest review, it'd be greatly appreciated. Leave the link, you know, right there. We said, we're a small business. We kind of tug on their heart a little bit and say, Hey, yep. this means a lot to us. Uh, yep. We tell them how long it's going to take because people want to know. And then we just want, if you could just leave us a review, that's all we're asking for. Right. And we're asking for an honest review. You know, we're not trying to make people feel bad if they don't want to leave one, et cetera. It's just right. straight to the point. And yours is probably similar, but it's great to, yep. you got to ask, like you said, you got to ask. <laughs> yep. You got to go. Yeah. That's the most important. And I know it's really scary. It was scary for me, but once yeah. I realized that I've started doing all this follow-up and linking my pages, it made a massive difference in my business. Right. right. Yeah. For those that don't know, I actually need to put together a couple of videos for how to get your actual link from Google business. They changed it, right? They've gotten rid of the the, the Google, my business app. They've gotten rid of the website you used to be able to go to. It's kind of going to get phased out, but I'll, I want to show people how to do that because I know it can be confusing, but Google literally creates a link to pop up your review box and people can then fill it in from there. Yep. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at you 358 on Google, 122 votes on Facebook. So around 500 total, which I'm, a, you know, you've probably sprayed thousands of people at this point. So you're still looking at like, there's a lot of people that didn't do it, which is fine. Um, yep. But you know, there's, there's things to be said, but you got to ask for the review. So I'm super, yep. super happy to hear that from you. <laughs> That's my biggest piece of advice for anyone listening is go in for the ask and yep. follow up with every single person, especially if they're a first time client. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And while we're on that, since you're saying following up, make sure you reply to every single review, good or bad. Google wants yep. to see that. That's a, a, a shows basically more trust and credibility. If you reply to every yep. single review, five star, one star, doesn't matter what it is. So yep, most people only reply to, to the bad ones. Yeah. No, <laughs> so. right. They want to fight their fight, but yeah. you got to, you got to thank the people for the good reviews and right. you got to be kind and, you know, you got to be eloquent in your wording with the bad ones. If there are bad ones, because people are going to look at that and see how you as a business owner respond That's to fine. critique. So, right. yep. Yep. It's easy to get defensive. And I'll say this for for anybody that's been in business for themselves. There's certain things that just rub you the wrong way. And if it's something that does that, 
you know what, sleep on it for one night and come back and go at it level-headed. Yes. I've had to do that. And I'm one of the most mm-hmm. docile, like calm people, but certain things just really get under your skin. So I'll just say, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go sleep, whatever it is. And I'll come back. Right. To tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You got to just think about the longevity of your business and knowing that if you put a snarky response back to them, that it's going <laughs> yes. to live there forever. You know, right. just yeah. think of, put, I just put myself in the perspective of being a potential client. And For like, sure. if I see a business replying tackily to someone else, it's, it's a little bit off, but so yeah, I, I say, you know, kill them with kindness and move on with your day. You know, you're always going to have your critics and you're always going to have the people that you love or that love you. Yeah. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So a couple more technical spray tan related questions. What type of equipment and products do you use? So when I first started spraying for the first couple of years of my business, I used the Maximus Xena Allure, um, mm-hmm. it's a plastic gun, love it. Um, it's what I was trained on. So it's what I'm very familiar and comfortable with. And then I'm not going to lie, like last year, right after I got back from maternity leave, I kind of had FOMO of like all these successful spray tan artists are using these fancy metal guns. Like <laughs> I think I need to get one because I too want to be held to that high standard of being a fancy, very well-versed <laughs> and busy spray tan artist. So I now use a metal gun, but I do love the plastic gun. And some days I kind of wish I would have stuck with it just because it's so much lighter. And I'm trying it to is. think of like, you know, longevity of my career and my shoulder, but, um, <laughs> I use the Fuji salon tan now, which I love. It's great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, it's an excellent machine and it's a, the actual turbine is a powerhouse meant for, you know, a, a high volume of tans, but whoo, that's the hard part is like these metal guns that are meant for these high volumes. They are hit V in comparison yeah. to the plastic. Yeah. They're typically about, you know, two and a half times, which doesn't sound like a lot, you know, two and a half, three pounds versus one, but it's, it'll add up over time, especially when you're yeah, holding your I arm mean, out. When you're doing like 18 tans in a day, it makes a difference to your yeah. shoulder. That's for sure. So Absolutely. I definitely think there's pros and cons to both. And I think that if you're out there listening and you're using a plastic gun and you two have FOMO stick with it, if you've perfected your spray, you know, use that plastic gun. There is no, you know, you're not a better or a worse spray tan artist because of the gun you use. And right. um, I'm using my metal gun mainly because I spent the money on it and <laughs> I don't want it to sit there not being used, but I think that there are pros and cons to both. Right, right. And not uh, what type of solution do you use? So I actually kind of use a, um, a variety. I have tried basically everything on myself. I have pretty normal skin. So mm-hmm. if I have issues with things, I know that if I spray someone with sensitive skin, it's not going to work out. Right. Um, so I kind of use a little bit of a few things. I use AYU. Mm-hmm. I love her tan V line. It is beautiful. Yeah, um, I use awesome. a little, yeah. yeah, she's awesome. Um, I think she's so inspiring. Um, uh, I use a little bit of unfiltered as well. Um, so yeah, I use um, obsidian and I use a little bit of Jolie and a little bit of perfect glow. I have a variety based <laughs> on awesome. undertones and just kind of skin types and stuff like that. I have a little bit of everything. Um, I don't necessarily recommend that for new people. I definitely think that for the longest time I was Jolie only, that's what I was trained on and what I was comfortable with. But, um, you know, as I've gotten a little more versed in the industry, I've kind of mixed and matched to kind of create my own custom line of what I like to use. But I don't think, I don't think that you necessarily have to strictly rely on solutions to be successful. I think, you know, there's a lot of other aspects that go into it. So it is easy to be like, oh, that person posted this picture. Let me use that. Or let me get a sample of this and that. But um, I feel like I finally have a good cohesive group that I enjoy what they bring to the table, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. All those are great products. And, you know, one thing we always... 
I, at least I always harp on in the podcast is, you know, find a product that works and stick with it. Changing your products is not going to necessarily bring, probably not going to bring more clients in the door. Most people don't want to hear that, but they don't know, typically know what's even in there. (laughs) So, you know, as as long as it looks good, that's all they care about. Right. So it's, yeah, people try to. And that's why technique and customer service are equally, if not more important Mm -hmm. than the actual solution itself. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you first started, I know you were working uh, alongside somebody. Did you go through any training or certification yourself? So she trained me. She had been in the industry for a few years. Um, Mm -hmm. So I just trained hands on with her. And then since then, I've done Norvell online. Um, I took Kaylee Sunless, which she's now changed her name a few times. She's um, bronze boss is what she is on Instagram Mm -hmm. Um, and wrote. uh, I can't even she's changed her name a few times, but when she was Kaylee Sunless and she was in the Huntington beach, I took her online training. Um, but that is pretty much it. I'm going to the unfiltered conference next month in October in Dallas. I'm excited about that. That's like a three, three and a half hour drive for me. So I'm going to be going to that, but, um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That'll be a fun event. I'm not able to make it. I wish I was. I'm going to be at the the, the Slay the Spray with Kelly Callahan's event um, at the end of September, which will be great. I get to get to speak there about some SEO. So I'm, I'm super nice. excited to be there. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun, but it's great to, you know, uh, connect with people. Obviously it's a great opportunity just to meet people in person. We love, we love doing that. So yeah, that's what I'm most excited about is kind of putting a face with the name and just getting to meet people in the industry. It'll be my first like spray tan industry kind of event. Yeah, event so yeah. I'm very uh, much looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah. And I know you mentioned earlier a little bit about training uh, yourself. So I guess you're, you're also doing training for other people at this point. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I know a lot of people talk about COVID and the shutdown and it being, you know, really hard part of their business. But for me personally, it was one of the biggest blessings in my business. Um, I actually, during the great, the great COVID shutdown of 2020, um, created my entire training manual for my spray tan training course. Um, I feel like it's hard at the end of a busy work day to want to come home and focus on such a thing. So, um, I basically challenged myself once we found out that we were definitely closing that by the time we were allowed to reopen, I wanted to have my entire training manual complete. Um, and I was successful in that. And I taught my first training, I want to say June of 2020, um, Oklahoma, we were allowed to go back to work like early May. So mm-hmm. I advertised it and I have now, as of this past Sunday, taught 13 training classes. I do group classes. Um, I initially started with six, but I've now narrowed it to four people a class. It just kind of seems to be the perfect happy number. And yeah, it's an entire day. The whole first half of the day we do um, book work. I start actually with the business side of things, um, you know, setting yourself up if you want to be a LLC, that type of thing. We go over marketing, we go over insurance, taxes all of that. And then we go into more of the spray tan specific side of things from solution bases to bronzer bases to skin types, the consultation, all of that. Um, we take a lunch break and then we come back and I provide models for every person and they get hands-on training with me standing right there, critiquing them, helping them, um, and assisting them along the way. And it has been a huge blessing in my life. I love to teach and I love to kind of just see the light bulb go off in people's eyes you know um so it's been awesome for me I really enjoy it yeah that's great I mean I love to hear that I think that a lot of people that have been in industry for this some time may have not considered especially if you're good at teaching and like you know connecting with people and and obviously you have that kind of stage presence from your years of singing and performing and all that but it's it's uh, you know it's a great opportunity I think for people 
to offset, you know, some of the business to do something else to bring in another source of income. And one of those things you could do during the, the slower season of the year, whatever, whenever that is for you and your business, depending on where you are in mm-hmm. the world, obviously it's different for everybody, but I think it's a great opportunity, you know, with, with, with there being no regulations outside of Oregon, it does give the opportunity to do that. Now, you don't know, think everybody should do that until they're right. comfortable enough or, you know, been doing it for a while enough to be able to share their, their insights and actually train people. But I think it's a great opportunity and one that a lot of people may have uh, overlooked. Right. Well, and it's funny because when I first started teaching, you know, one of the main questions I got was like, aren't you so afraid of creating competition for yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, you know, I kind of always joke that there's enough naked bodies to go around and um, you know, there's hairstylists on every corner. There's insurance agencies on every corner. Like if I'm going to create competition for myself, I say that in like air quotes, I would rather than be well-trained, well-versed in me not have to fix their mistakes, right? I would rather train someone and know that if I'm going to have competition, that they are going to be skilled and know what they're doing instead of, because it's not regulated, you know, Sally down the road, just opening up a spray tan studio, messing someone's tan up for an important event. And then I'm there trying to fix it, you know? So for me, I would rather than be skilled. Yeah. And not only that, it looks bad on the whole industry, right? People kind of get exactly. I mean, we're yeah. constantly fighting against that. Everyone who works <laughs> in the spray tan industry knows we're constantly fighting against the stigmas of what spray tans used to be or what bad, untrained, unprepared spray tan artists still bring to the industry. So right. if I can train good people, that's my goal. Yep. A hundred percent. That's, that's great for, for anybody that wants to reach out or is interested, that's listening to this, maybe close to you within driving distance. What is the best way to reach out to you about the training or to learn more about that? Yeah, they can always just shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's at Glowgitter Airbrush Tans or um, Glowgitter Airbrush Tans at gmail.com is also an easy way to get a hold of me. Um, DMs through Instagram. One of the nice things about my training is anybody who reaches out that's interested, I add them to a list. And before I post publicly my next training day, I reach out to my interested list that they can fill a spot first before I post it to the public. Um, So yeah, if they're interested, have them shoot me a DM and I'll get them, add them to my list. And I don't have my next date set yet. Um, Like I said, I just trained on Sunday, but yeah, I'll add them to my list and reach out first before I post publicly. Yeah, that's wonderful. I think that's a great way to do it. We'll make sure to link those um, in the show notes for people that want to reach out and uh, and, and need to, you know, might not spell it correctly. We'll make sure to link those below so that you get in touch with Danielle. Uh, for sure. Then, Danielle, it's been it's been a true pleasure uh, to to get to learn more about you and your business and everything. Thanks for sharing your insights here. The you know first three and a half years of your uh, career in the sunless industry you bring a lot of uh, great thoughts and ideas. I think it's shown in your business and how far you've come so far, um, and obviously a lot more to come. But I'd like to close out with one question. I'd like to ask, and that is, if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say? I would tell her that everything is going to be okay and to not give up that while this may be a big storm that you're going through, there's going to be a rainbow and there's going to be sunshine on the other side and push through and, you know, just do what you do best, which is making people feel comfortable and confident. And this will end up being the biggest blessing in your entire life. Yeah. I love that. I think it's again, pretty, you know, a lot of people have had similar responses, but I think it's going to be, it's always going to be true, right? You gotta, you gotta keep, keep your head down and get through it. There's going to be challenging days. Like you said, days where you're crying, days when you're smiling, days when you're 
mad and frustrated or happy and whatever it is. Right. Days just, where you have no clientele and you're trying yeah. to figure out why does everybody hate me today? What is happening? <laughs> why am I so slow? X, Y, and Z on Instagram is so busy. Correct. I feel like we live in this social media age where everyone compares themselves and comparison is the thief of joy. So stay in your lane, do what you do best and the clients will come. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't say it any better, Danielle. Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank you, your Grant. time. Yeah, my pleasure. I hope you have a wonderful day and happy tanning. Thank you, you too. Happy tanning to you.